it doesn't matter where you get your bachelor's degree. You could even get your bachelor's degree, I feel, like from even Harvard or UT Austin, and you still come out short. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about. Don't no. know. Like Birdo. In order to broaden perspective, hey, perspectives, let's start the show. Boom. Hey, we're not trying Boom. to change your mind. We're just trying to broaden your perspective. That's right, baby. Right. All right. So, Berto, you were saying. TCU education right here, right, Berto? Hey, yes, sir. You've been there right. about a year. Even though UTSA is what provides what you need, but it's all good. It's all good. Hey, all I, right, love so, I love UTSA. I love UTSA bring, too, man. Yeah, there you hey, go. Hey, we're bringing Berto back because Berto had a lot of good things to yeah, say. Berto's He's uh, We want him back on the podcast. And he lives in Welfare, up. Texas, close to San Antonio. What's well, up, Berto? You live in not, welfare, not far Texas, from it. or what? Not far from it, dog. <laughs> Trust me, I, I know all about the wealth. I know all about the welfare system, and I'm not ashamed of it. Oh yeah, no, no, that's good, bro. Tell us about the welfare system, bro. Is it good? Yeah, Is I it agree. bad? Can people I'm take here. advantage of it, or what's it, up? Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's not. It, it it shouldn't be a shock. It shouldn't be a hard to or any news that that the system gets taken advantage of for sure. And if anybody's that naive, then. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm sure. I'm that naive. Tell me there, There's a lot of people who take advantage of the system. And that's, hey, if that's what you're doing. Hey, but okay. is that wrong? Is that wrong? If they, if they learn, just like, just like in the I'm, business I'm world. I'm trying to break this. Here's the thing, like, just in the business world, like, just because they have a degree or they learn how to, to do a really good business and, and find their loopholes. Is that a wrong thing? Maybe I don't know. Like they're still taking money from that's somebody. True. That's a good point. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. No. These and, people and, learn and how to work the system. Is that is that bad on them? Maybe. Yeah. Because they found tax benefits. Else. That's true. Is that yeah. is that good there's or loophole. bad or what's up? Yeah, and there's loopholes in at every level, right? With everything, you can be loopholes with starting all the way down at the bottom, all the way to the top, and we've Except seen that. Except for the middle class. Exactly. I'm just saying, I personally, I, I would, I don't want to be in that cycle of what I grew up in, welfare, food stamps. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to do that for me. That's just my thing. What is your perspective on growing up like that? Uh, my perspective is we. My mom did what she had to do, and she had five kids. My dad wasn't there all the time. He was there once in a while. Uh, but it helped her with five kids. We know we got everything, every assistance you could think of, dog, everything. You got free lunch at school or what? Food stamps. I got free lunch. Uh, but I also see how you can get complacent in there and just stay like, you know what? This is, this is okay. Like I, I, I'm going to teach my mijo and my mija and, and my family. Hey, you can, you can be here and stay in this cycle of needing mm. federal assistance and you'll be fine. Make it That's a what my business. mom always told us. And my mom always told us and my grandparents, hey, your mom, this is where you're at now, but this is not where you have to be mm. after you get out of school. You know I mean? You can join the military. You can get wow. go to college. You can get a job so you don't have to be in that cycle of, of, yeah. of, of relying on somebody to give you your money. 
here's the you thing. Know, work that, for it. It sounds you could it. get more. Here's the thing that it sounds like your mom did it out of necessity versus like to just yeah. get free. He depended free on, for it. No he depended on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, she she did, but it was also to where you know, she it, there it was always that like this isn't this isn't where it has to end, you know, this isn't it either. So we she had to do it because we had all the she had five kids, but it, it was just because she had you know, she had to. Now, hey, we had Jordans and I had Nikes and I mean we were we we didn't want for anything, but looking back, we didn't know either that we were low income and getting the systems. Now that I look back on it, now I know, hey, I was getting this I was doing this because my mom was on public assistance and welfare and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Now she still worked. So here's a, here, here's a tricky part. They want you to get off of it. They try to get you out of the system. Right. But it's hard because as soon as you start making X amount of dollars, all this assistance stop. And so if you get out of that income a year, there's no more federal help. And so that helps too. So you get, a, so you get scared and you're like, man, I'm only going to make X amount of dollars. Let's say 30,000 a year. If I make more than 30,000 a year, the government's going to stop my check. And so you're not going to get any help. So that's, that's the conflict too. You know, it's, it's almost like you're forced to kind of stay in that cycle before you're able to get out and, 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 and do better. It's, it's almost like the system's against you. So you have to want to get out of there and provide and work your ass off. No, I get, hey, bro, I get you. I used to do taxes. And, and I understand right? that. I mean, I got a brother incarcerated and the system's against him. So when he gets out, the system's going to be against him. The, it, it, the system is lined up for him to go back in as soon as he gets out. And I understand that. But when you have a good, uh, a good family with you and people to, that are there to say, hey, we got you, man. When you get out, we're going to take care of you. We're going to help you out then his odds are better than somebody who's coming out and don't, doesn't have anybody. They're going to go right back in jail. I mean, it's just everything, everything's not perfect. So the system's not perfect. Just like immigration is not, it's, it's flawed. Social security's flawed. Uh, food stamps is flawed. It, it, all these federal benefits are, they want to help people, but it's hard. It, it kind of keeps you entrapped in there because you there's, it's hard to get out of there. But I, and there's no resources. I want to take no away resources from, to help you get out of there. I want to take away from the fact that you you know you mentioned a lot of things that are to people. It seems like it's a flawed thing already. Like it's a to people immigration, uh, food stamps, all um, all that being incarcerated. All that is already a negative. But so there's also like this thing. Like everything is flawed. The school you system is flawed. The judicial system is flawed. Um, higher education is flawed. Higher education is flawed. Higher education is held like the top thing, and it's flawed. Uh, yeah. Look at these college kids that are trying. What's they're like, up? We come out and we have debt. You know it. We know. DCU. It. We came out in debt. Yeah. 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 And again, it's like, you know, hey, here's this money. Here's this money. We'll pay for your school. We'll do this. And then you, you don't think about the oh, wait, I'm going to have to pay this back later. But they're real quick to give you $30,000 a semester to pay for your private school. But then it's like, okay, well, after that's done, you're going to have to pay this back. And then the, the trying to find a job after you get out of college mm. with, with a degree, 
yeah. is, is going to be challenging because you might not get that dream job where you're making 80, 90, $100,000. You might be making exactly. 35 Bro, exactly. Your promise, I mean, you once pay. you get your bachelor's degree, yeah. you could get any job you want and you'll make yeah. six figures, right? Yeah. It's not. Regardless of which degree you get, and that's not true. Correct. That's not true. I don't know, how, I don't know how many people I know that are doing something different than what they went to school for. No, of course, yeah. dude, of course. That's the case. And so, don't get me wrong. I think, me personally, I think uh, a bachelor's degree or higher education educates uh, it educates people in general, and it's it's for the greater good of society. But it doesn't translate into a career that could lead to high income. Yeah, at, at least not 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 at the undergrad level. Exactly. Yeah, not at the undergrad. Level. And also, but at the same time, like here's no, this not school. even at the graduate level or the doctoral level, because I know I know people at a master's level and even at a doctoral level where they fall short, thinking, "Oh, I have my master's or I have my doctoral degree," and um, they can't find a job either because they don't have the experience. And, okay. Okay. I mean, I think it falls but at, at the all same time. At the you same also time, have do you ever think about like? Because I, I think this this way and this negative way of like how like the depth and all that, but also I'm glad I went to college. I'm glad I went did that. I would like that for my son too. Oh yeah. But I would I would tell him like, hey, that's it's where, not going to be the end all be all. You may not. That's where you get grow. anything from it, but I need you to go. I I think college is the the most. I want you to happens. go. Yeah, college is the most growth that happens. And number two, you also can't expect you 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 have to realize that. Uh, if you get it, you know, it, hard work pays off. If you if you get a degree in English, philosophy, and philosophy or yeah. history or human arts or whatever, you can't expect to get out of there and say, "Oh, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars now." <laughs> exactly. You yeah. might have to go to grad school and change it to get your business degree and to where there's money in there. Exactly. Because because what I've seen is all the everybody from what I you know this is me personally. At TCU, all the graduate de degrees that are coming out of businesses with business degrees, accounting, finance, they're working with Lockheed Martin, BNSF, you know, big, big corporations that are paying them. They're, 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 they're kicking ass to go back to school and get your master's. And so they're paying your $90,000 uh, a year for your, uh, for your tuition. And they're paying you a good salary on top of that. So you can't expect, they're, they're also misinformed. Like you can't expect to, to take the easy way out and get a philosophy degree or English degree and think you're going to, you're going to be banking when you're 22 years old. It's, it's not going to happen. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, you're right. You or to not finish it, school. You have to find the right area. Or the it, other so. way around, not finish your, your, your bachelor's and think you're going to be rocking unless you have, you know, good networking skill. You find a, a, a skill that doesn't need a degree or you, you blessed to have a, a good job that's paying you good money without a degree. That that also works too. I'd love to do a college edition of the Too Hard Too Fast podcast. Christina, jump in right now. Jump in right now. We could continue. Hey, jump in. We don't want to hear from Berto. We want to hear from you. No, no. I, no, I'm listening to Berto, and I think he's making really good he's, points because I think we we have had the opportunity to see things from two different perspectives. So one, we went to the lake, right? Which we had an amazing experience oh, there. You. We had hey, we all um, did. an academic journey. It was new for all of us to kind of break out of our our spaces and you know kind of venture out and learn more about ourselves. But um, 
in reflecting on that was the academic experience all that we needed to be successful? Absolutely not, right? Because there's so much more outside of that. Networking and relationship building and corporate relationships and how you network and doing all those things. I think that, that the lake lacked in helping us prepare for that. And so we graduated and while we had this like wealth of knowledge behind us that we didn't have going into it, we struggled to get our next thing and figure out who we really were. And that's where it's really important. And so I see a lot of students, one, getting out of their undergrad and then landing somewhere and going, okay, now I see life through a new lens as a working professional and I need to go do something else. Maybe I need to go get a master's degree. And so my conversation is, but what are you going to do with it? Do you at least have some direction, right? Because that's a lot of money to pay into an experience if you're not going to be in it to win it and you don't have any sort of vision. If you do know where you're heading or at least where to start, then it's absolutely worth investing in yourself to get an advanced degree at the right place. And so in the conversation of even just, you know, income levels and things like that, a university like TCU at the cost and the alumni that come out of that institution, that's what you're paying for too, right? And so how do you leverage those? And if you aren't capable of engaging with people in a meaningful way, then you're doing a disservice to yourself getting a graduate degree. Um, and Joaquin knows who he wants at Right, and there's, and there's a format for everyone. Yeah. Online works for some people. In-person works for some people. I tell my students all the time, if you are in it to win it and you think $90,000 is worth investing in yourself and you're going to come on campus and engage in person and you're going to go to every professional development thing and you're going to be in it to win it in the classroom and network with your classmates, this is the right place for you. If you're checking a box because your employer told you to go get a master's degree so that you can get that next promotion, there's a place for that too. And I don't want you to spend all your money if, you know, that's what you're trying to accomplish. And so it's different. And for some of us that are first-gen college students, a lot of my MBA students at TCU will say, I went to a community college or I went to a really small university because they gave me a scholarship because I was first-gen and that was the best thing for me to do. And then I went on and smoked it at Lockheed. I smoked it at AT&T. I smoked it over here and showed them what I could do. And now they're paying for me to go back and I get to pick where I go. And I want to go to TCU because it's private. It's expensive. I want to be part of that network because now I'm viewing things differently. And so I think it's important for folks to like reflect well, before they, well, and y'all know, y'all have well, master's so degree. George, so Jen, I mean, Joaquin, you and George were first, uh, college students, right? Like, like, like first generation. No, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Well, what I want to say, because I work in higher ed as yeah. well, is that um, to be, I don't think it's just a loop. I think it's higher education in general that when you graduate, they don't teach you how to network. They don't teach you how to apply to jobs. Um, so I don't think it's just a loop. It doesn't matter where you get your bachelor's degree. You could even get your bachelor's degree, I feel, like from even Harvard or UT Austin, and you still come out short. You still need that experience. Um, but you're right. Uh, once, once you're in whatever area you want to be in, then if you could align that with your master's, then you'll come out on top. Um, but to to be able to network and be able to to connect 
with each with with people yeah. in general. Yeah. So, yeah. Regardless I, of where uh, I think I think regardless of about where the whole you, network thing of where you came from. Like I've I've always said I don't know how Yeah, and I'll, I'll I said it to a bunch of people too. Uh, Berto can go up to a complete stranger stranger and just make a friend out of him. That was an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. No, hey, he's a great George, guy. He's a great guy. I'm joking, bro. That's hundred percent true, man. Uh I got into TCU because of that and uh, took classes because of that and got my job that I am now because of networking. So it's, Hold on. it's all, well, my wife, but she networks, I network. And so that's how you, you got a little bit of a dream team, but if, it's important. If, you if, know? if those are the cards that I'm dealt, yeah. you gotta make the best of it. And I mean, just be yourself and network and, and go to those happy hours, go to those dinners, go to those uh, online zooms, go to wherever you need to go and just, you know, you got to leave your, leave your fingerprint somewhere. And here's the thing forget. And, and I think people always like, I totally got into it with someone on Facebook this last week. I'm not privileged. She was like, you know, saying like, Oh, your privilege is showing. Um, pretty sure my dad worked in construction my whole life. And you know what I mean? We were all first gen and trust me, if you knew how I grew up, you wouldn't think that. Here's the thing. Same here. It is what you make it right. And so there are some folks who say, I'm just really uncomfortable. There's no way I'm going to go to a party with all these people who are, you know what I mean? Above me, have more money than me. Who cares? Quite honestly. Um, Put yourself out there. You've got nothing to lose putting yourself out there and be intentional about what you do and be genuine. Right. And that's where Berto wins. I think that's where we win. We genuinely like people. We genuinely like networking. And that in turn for us has given us, a group of friends that are executives in companies that are, you know, reaching out and thinking about jobs that I'm going, Oh my gosh, Berto hasn't worked for a wealth management firm, but he could do it. I know he could do it if you showed him how, you know, he's been in banking forever. And those are the kind of folks that know you well enough and like you well enough to where they're, they're willing to risk it for you. That's big. But I will say to you, Joaquin, institutions are different. So TCU is different, or at least the business school is, um, we pride ourselves on being able to place all of our undergrads out of business school. So we have a career services coaching system that coaches all of our students on the way out. Now, every once in a while I get a call from an undergrad going, Oh, I think I need to go into an MBA program right away because I just like, don't know what to do once I graduate. I'm like, um, you just spent how much money on an undergraduate degree at TCU? Did you go to your scheduled career services appointment? Did you go to this career Mm -hmm. center? Did you go meet with your coach? Oh, no, I guess I should start there. Absolutely. Please don't go drop a $90,000 check if you haven't even held your own on your meetings with your career coach, right? So you get out what you put in. And then as a professional, once we get out of school, it's even more important for us to put ourselves out there um, in uncomfortable situations. You know what I mean? I I don't know how many times I text Berto and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm here. And I'm like the only Mexican, <laughs> probably the <laughs> only person in my early 30s. Which is okay. Um, and Berto's like, it's okay though. Go rock it. Like, you know what you're talking yeah. about? That's not a big deal. Um, and, and you got to get out of your comfort zone too. You 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 can't say, oh, you have nothing but white friends. Or you have nothing but Mexican friends. Or you have nothing but black friends. If you're, if that's, if that's the career you're in or the networking people you're in, I just don't see how it's a, you know, people say, oh, you have a bunch of white friends. Hey, yeah. If anything, that could be an advantage because exactly. sometimes they're looking because, because if to diversify. In, so exactly. yeah, you're right. Just like when I was in San Antonio, all of us were Hispanic, right? Everybody mostly except for Elu and 
He's basically <laughs> just a That's it. So it's like, hey, bleep, bleep, I have bleep. white friends. Hey, so what? I'm I, I'm proud I have white friends. Just like I'm proud I have Mexican friends. I don't I don't see color. I'm just oh, saying yeah. this is what's in front of me. This is what's I see in my. Color, but I guess this you. is what. Uh, th this is what's in my area where I'm living at, and this is in my line of work, wealth management. If it's if it's white people, black people, Indian, I don't care. I, I got to make sure that I'm take that they're taken care of, and and this is it. So, um, <laughs> hey, Berto, like I, I want to go back to that thing we were talking about off camera because I think that so, that was a good uh, thing you brought up about how you were saying that the podcast to you was a good idea because of the different perspectives and how we've had different friends think of different things, especially when it comes to politics. So I kind of just want to go back to that, what you were talking about off camera. Hey, Vessel, I mean, hey, give her a kiss, Berto. Vessel, Vessel. 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 Vessel.